0: Joining us now, I've been excited about this uh, this interview opportunity, Brewers radio play-by-play announcer Jeff Levering. Haven't talked in a while, Jeff. How are you? Hey, doing fine, Steve. How are you? Happy opening day. Yeah, it's always a big thrill. I mean, baseball is, is, is obviously America's pastime, but it's one of those things that we, we look at opening day as one of those signature events of the year. It's it's got all the excitement all the uh the apprehension about how your team's going to do as you as you've watched this team this spring what do you think 2021 milwaukee Brewers what, what are we what are we going to see here
1: well it feels really good and, and I've still been trying to to push for opening day to be a national holiday every year but uh, it still hasn't worked maybe <laughs> I just need to get to the euchre's age or something and then maybe it'll happen there but, you go uh, i i really i really am confident about what this Brewers team is going to bring to the table here in 2021 I think the The pitching is is really good and very underrated in terms of the industry and people talking about it. I think the bullpen is very strong. I I just don't think that there are going to be a lot of hits for opposing teams um, because of how great the defense plays, how great the pitching staff is. And for all intents and purposes, the Brewers' offense last year, it can't get much worse. So the sky's the limit, I think. I think Christian Yelich is coming in uh, very determined after what happened last year. and I think Lorenzo Cain does the same thing in the additions of Jackie Bradley Jr., and Cole Wong are so incredibly huge, not just for on the field, but in the clubhouse, too. It, it, I think I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this season.
0: Yeah, you, may, you mentioned the names that I'm looking at. I mean, Yelich and obviously the return of Lorenzo Cain. Those are two big deals. I mean, obviously, Yelich had a, had a subpar year last year. I asked Brewers manager Craig Counsell the question earlier, and he expects to see that that former Yelich, the MVP-level Yelich. And, and anything in spring training to suggests otherwise to you?
1: No, I don't think so. And, and, and I'll point to this, too, Steve, that, that it just looked like Christian had his body language back. Um, it just felt at times in 2020 where he, he almost came into games almost defeated or coming to the plate. And he just didn't look like he was having a lot of fun and enjoying himself. And then in 2021, the first time he came to the plate, he took this huge cut, took this big smile, and it, it just felt like the return of Christian Yelich, and, and I think that you're going to get the 2018-2019 versions of Christian uh, from the get-go starting here today against the Twins.
0: You know, it, this is a broadcasting question, but as somebody who's done it now for quite a while, you have. You've done the Brewers for a pretty long period of time. Is there a different approach you take every year, or do you kind of you know what you need to do, or do you kind of change things up? No, I mean, I, I kind of go into every single season with about the same
1: approach. I mean, this year it was a little bit different, and, and I, I kind of learned not to overexert myself early. And I'm not, you know, you've got uh, usually 100 guys in camp, and you do your due diligence on most of those guys that come into camp. But, you know, the Brewers make so many late moves, you don't want to exhaust yourself with, with using <laughs> – a lot of information on somebody who might not even be with the club long term and, and it just feels like a, a little bit of a wasted effort at times but for me, I, I'm, I'm ready to go I did 24 to 27 games down in Arizona um, and it's just great to be back and, and watching baseball live in person And I can't wait to see the fans at the ballpark today. It was great in Arizona I, I just can't wait to see everybody inside American Family Field and I did a podcast last night with, with a, a great group of kids that are doing a podcast and and they do a blog, and he said, hey, I'm coming to opening day, and, and I might get emotional. And I think a lot of people are feeling that way. They might get themselves emotional coming into the ballpark because it's been so long.
0: We're talking to Brewers radio play-by-play announcer Jeff Levering on WTMJ. Craig Council said something yesterday that I wanted to ask you about. He said fans will make a difference. We hear all this stuff about players tuning out the fans and just focusing on what they have to do. But I think Craig nails it there. There is something about having that noise and that buzz and that excitement in a stadium, and, and especially after going through the 60 games last year where there was none of that.
1: Yeah, they do make a difference. They make a huge difference, and it makes a difference for players. It makes a difference for, for, the, for us as broadcasters. It, it makes a huge difference. It gives you that extra juice, um, and, and it, it just makes you feel much better. When you come to the ballpark, there's nothing nothing worse than, than what happened last year. When you show up at the ballpark and there's nobody there, and there's there's no one to cheer when when you do something well. And, and you know, it, whatever you do in life, whether you, whether you're a broadcaster, you're an athlete, or you sell insurance, you're going to have a bad day. Like bad days happen, but you're going to run into that one person per day that's going to make your life better. And for players, when they come to the ballpark. That's what fans do. Fans make your day better, uh, especially when you're at home. And I think a lot of players forgot that, and they're certainly not going to take it for granted ever again.
0: Jeff Levering joining us, joining us on WTMJ. Did you go to opening days when you were a kid? I See, I never did. I never had that opportunity. Um, I would always listen to it on the
1: radio. I'd always sneak a radio into into school when i was a kid um and listen uh or if we happen to be off i I usually try to fake a stomach injury or something for opening day so i could stay home and watch it but my parents never let me get away with it but um no i never did it's so special to do it though this is my
0: 15th one now did you did you know pretty early on that that's what you, you wanted to do for your career Uh, I don't know if I knew that this was exactly what I
1: wanted to do. I I always wanted to be on the field and and do this. Um, But, you know, it just wasn't going to be in the cards for me. So the fact that I get to to talk about baseball and be at the ballpark and have the best seat in the house right at the point of home plate and looking out at everything, I mean, that is super special.
0: And you've probably been – I'll finish with this. You've probably been asked this question a bunch of, a bunch of times before, but uh, having the privilege of working alongside Mr. Baseball Bob Uecker, that's got to be a thrill even after 15 years.
1: Yeah, no, it really is. And and this is, you know, my seventh season in the major leagues, and I did eight years in the minor leagues before that. But but the fact that – and I talked about people getting emotional when they see the first pitch or walking in the ballpark and get their first hot dog or whatever it is. The fact that when I say – All right, and here's the play by play. Here's Bob Eucher. That is, I might get a little emotional because it's so cool and it's so special every single year. And this is 50, 51 years for him. um, It is special. And and it's, and I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly, not one bit.
0: Jeff, uh, have a great call on opening day. It's uh, it's thrilling, exciting. It doesn't matter that it's uh, 37 degrees outside. It'll be nice and warm and loud inside uh, American Family Field. Have a great game today.
1: All right, I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Steve. Oh, happy opening day.